Good morning, good morning, my friends. Thank you, thank you for being here this morning. I wanna thank my, my Zoom friends here with me. Thank you, Monique, thank you, Melissa, thank you, Louise, thank you, Lise, and thank you, Kendra, for being here. Because this gives me my, my, my wind beneath my wings, you know, looking at you guys, looking at the expression. And Monique, when I say lean in, start taking notes, right? So I wanna thank you. Thank you to the team on Podbeam. Again, I wanna thank Matthew, Lisa, everybody being so welcoming and for, with every new member joining Podbean. This is a strength of our community. And I want to thank uh, Jacqueline Stockley, who really takes care of our Facebook friends on the live. So we got the whole family taking care of everybody. It feels like Saturday nights at my house, Marie-Pierre. You know, you welcome. Melissa does this. Um, Sylvain does this. And everybody says, oh, I love coming to your home. But they love it because it's so welcoming. So once again, thank you for being here today. This is a segment for me that is at the heart of every successful person. Or rather, I should say, yeah, every successful person, it's at the heart. Or every person that is unsuccessful is also due to our ability or inability to deal with criticism and judgment. So for me, it's a very powerful podcast. So today we're gonna speak loud and clear to all of you, to, to me, to all of us together. Remember, no one is judging us the way we judge ourselves. And this is why Jean-Philippe, earlier on in the mastermind, I was saying, you know, the, the example of Michelle when she went to pose nude, so stay tuned for the podcast. It's going to be very sexy, our, our thing, joking. Um, you know, the worst judgment is, yes, the people, but ourselves against ourselves. So Jean-Philippe will be our guide as he unfolds the truth within this chapter. He will talk about three actions that are essential to conquer judgment. We will not just discuss them we will apply them. Why? Because Marie-Pierre is in the house. And as we do all the time, she goes in, she dives at that analytical side of her. She finds a great exercise. And once again, remember, doing exercises on personal assessment helps us to be self-aware. You hear my cat, Marie-Pierre. Eh? If it's not the dogs, it's the cat. Anyway, it helps us to, to, to uh, self-assess where am I today? I remember back in the days um, when we used to teach at the office, we used to have an exercise we recommended to do every single one month, which is, was, was the 21 irrefutable um, qualities of a leader. So every month I would redo it because depending how I, was, how I was feeling, if I was going through turmoil or if I was very successful or unsuccessful, was going to be different in what I had to work on every month. So remember, if this is your first time with us on the podcast, I want you to know that our mission is for us together to level up and work on being a better version of ourselves, okay? And believe me, criticism and judgment is the first step on working on being a better, a better version of ourselves. And many of us might have a surrounding that doesn't surround us with like-minded people and we can't get rid of them because they're family. Sometimes there are spouses, sometimes there are kids, you know, welcome to the podcast. And the vision, as we feel better and better, and as we grow as individual, well, the vision of, of being debt-free, the vision of uh, being mortgage-free, the vision of making so much money that you're help, able to help somebody else becomes a reality. Because 
the higher my personal development, the higher my income. So let's start by sharing this podcast. How do you handle judgment and criticism? Tune in. Okay, how's that for a question? Okay, how do you handle judgment and criticism? Tune in to this podcast and now share the podcast. Marie-Pierre, while they're sharing, please talk to us about the contest and how many books are we at? Okay, so we are now at 965 books sold. So thank you to everyone who posts with their books on social media. So every time you post, make sure that you tag Maria Merino, that you tag Limillionaire de Diamant. So you will be in the draw at the end of the month for the t-shirt Limillionaire de Diamant. So every time you read a chapter and you want to share on your social media, take a picture with the book and write it about, about the book and tag Maria and Limillionaire de Diamant. And then we'll have a second draw for a t-shirt for everyone who invites someone new to the Facebook group inspirational group and for everyone that is new in the group during the month of January so the second draw is another t-shirt and then the third draw will be for the doo-doo Limillionaire the blanket for everyone who contribute on our Facebook group so when you post when you put a comment a reaction so yes you will be in the draw and our top five contribute the most during the month you will have the mug Limillionaire and our top five month today we have Dani Chastrin, Joanne Corbeil, Louise Gauthier, Liz Boucher and Jacqueline Stockley. Thank you. Thank you so much again for all of you and the great content that we find on the group Inspirational, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Now, I don't see Dani this morning on our Zoom, my friends. Can somebody put her face on a milk carton? Oh, talking, talking about my angel. Here she arrives. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So I want to anchor all of us with a powerful reminder. Okay. Before I leave you in the hands of Jean-Philippe, I'm not going to come back. So I'm, I just want to tell you what I want to tell you right away. Okay. Regardless of your actions, judgment and criticism are as certain as the sun rising, as certain as the sun rising, yet their certainty doesn't warrant our concern. Like, I mean, I don't worry whether the sun is going to rise or not, right? So to bring this home, I want to share you a timeless tale of a man, his two children, and a donkey. It's a story my mother told me over and over. Actually, my grandmother, my mother's mother, my mother, and then Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, one day we read it in a book. And I said, oh my God, the world turns, turns, turns. It's always the same stories. So this is how it goes. The, the, the man loses his wife to, to sickness. And back in the days, you, you know, you're going back to the 12th century, 14th century, uh, man did not raise children. So he takes his two children, he loads all his belongings on the donkey and has four villages to cross before going back to his mom to help him raise the two children. Now, when he crosses the first village, he has the donkey by the rope He's walking, his two children are, are, are walking. And when he crosses, when he crosses the first village, people say, oh my God, he has a donkey and he's not even using it. So because of the criticism and the judgment before he crosses the second village, he decides to put his two children on the donkey. And as he crosses the second village, people say, oh my God, look at this guy. How is he raising his children? He's walking like a slave while his two kids are like kings and queens on the donkey. 
worried about judgment and criticism before he crosses the third village, puts the two kids on the floor. He sits on the donkey and crosses the third village. And now he hears the people say, what a father, what a slave driver. His two kids are walking on the floor while he's sitting like a king on the donkey. So finally, while he still has one more village to cross before getting to his home village, he decides to bring his two... <laughs> the dog got scared with the cat. Did you hear that? <laughs> Too funny. Sorry, guys. It's a zoo at my office. So coming back to the donkey, go back to the donkey. He gets on the donkey with the two kids and crosses the final village. Now he hears the villagers say, oh, my God, poor donkey. So it doesn't matter what you do, okay? You know, it doesn't matter what you do. You will be judged in every town, regardless of your choices. So my simple take on this wonderful tale is judgment is inevitable. Our reaction to it is optional. So let me inspire you with this. I want you to imagine a young woman with a dream and a voice criticized and dismissed for her outrageous ambition. Critics buzzed around her like flies. Ever had a fly around your head? You know, undermining her every step. She channeled her fears into a fire of resolve and determination. I like to use the song. She made it the wind beneath her wings. Who was she? Anybody know who she was? Yes, Oprah Winfrey, you would say. Yes, what about J.K. Rowling? Harry Potter, you're never going to make it. Go get a job. You're on welfare. What about Steve Jobs, fired from his own company? Okay. But you know what everybody says today? Oh, I knew Oprah, we're going to make it. Oh, I knew. I, I knew Rollings, you were going to make our jobs. We knew, we knew. Of course, after the fact, everybody says that. Okay. But you have to stand strong against the storm of criticism. You have to turn it into wind under your wings, beneath your wings. Remember, it's not the critics who count, but the ones who step into the arena. Now, remember, there's two things that are going to happen to you, okay? You're going to step into the arena, and everybody that's idle, everybody that has their own fears and their own judgment are going to superimpose it onto you. So if somebody says to you, Monique, okay, you're so dot, dot, dot. In reality, I want you to visualize it's a mirror. She's saying it to herself. And the other one is you criticizing yourself. So push through the, 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 this fog of discomfort, okay? And let, let today be the day you're going to chart your own course, okay? With no importance given to the voices that say you can't, beginning with those in your own brain, beginning with those in your own brain. So let's go over to you, Jean-Philippe, with, with the courage to face the fears and the wisdom to know that at the end of our story, it's the journey we have embraced that really counts. So let's begin this transformation within ourselves for 2024. Over to you, Jean-Philippe. Thank you, Maria. So I hope my setup is okay this morning. I have a different one. I'm good? Okay. <laughs> so good morning, everyone. So 
I want to continue about what Maria just said with the story that yes, obviously, no matter what you will be doing in your life, okay, uh, working for yourself, working for somebody else, trying to help somebody, trying to do something like for yourself, like no matter what you're doing, you will be judged at some point and you will even judge yourself. But some of those story, the story with the donkey is such a great example that those experiences shape us and can help us just go over the criticism. So one thing that is really important to understand is there is the like inner criticism. Okay, so what we say about ourselves, but there is also the criticism that we give to other. And as Maria said, okay, this is a mirror of who you are. So actually, if at some point, okay, you tell yourself, I, I don't like being criticized. Well, this is just an indicator that stop doing it to others. Because when you do that, okay, it's so much easier to talk about other people and talk about their insecurities, about what they did, about what they did good, what they did wrong. But actually what you are doing is that you're projecting yourself on the people and you use them to talk about your own insecurities, about your own things that you did bad, about your mistakes. So stop focusing on other people. As Maria said, when you're 20, you think that all the people think about you. When you're 40, you realize that like you don't care. And at 60, you realize that nobody is talking about you. So just remember that the only person you have fully control over is yourself. So stop like judging and criticizing other people because it means that you have something to work inside of you. Instead, when you are with a group of friends or colleague, just change the discussion, okay? Decide to talk about something else. Uh, ask a question like, what was your, uh, good, uh, your good move this week, okay? Try to bring the conversation about something that is, will be more positive and that will help people talk about themselves. Second way, okay? If you feel strongly, okay, about a choice that someone you care is making, have the courage to say it right to their face. And here, I mean, I think that we will, we need a little bit more information about who you should say, okay, those things to, okay. If it's a old friend from the high school that you just saw on Facebook and that you don't approve the choice that they make, but you never talk to them like after high school, well, don't waste your time. Don't waste your, your own time. Don't waste the time of that person. They don't have the same journey as you. So those are not the people to whom you want to like say your opinion or express your opinion because you care about them. Here, it's really about people that are with you on that journey. Closest friends that follow you, that encourage you, that maybe like is in the same job or have the same ambition as you. So you need to really identify who are the key people in your life, okay? Uh, and when they are doing something, something good that you like admire them, that you look at them and you're so proud, tell them. Tell them that you are proud. Like most of the times we don't say those things, okay? We just say the things that we criticize people or we want to help them or make them reflect. 
please like when it's good tell them and if it's bad okay if you think it's a bad choice based on their value based on their priorities just have the guts the courage to tell them okay because they will understand with the relationship that you have built that those things come from the heart okay and it says it is it has been said with love so they can build on it and just understand that you did that to help them and the third thing that is really important when you want to manage those criticism okay you have to understand that we are the biggest judge of ourselves okay yes at some points our friends can help us like reflect on what we did okay but we think that people judge us but nobody will judge you as you do okay so for that okay if you haven't read the the book of michelle polar one of her story that she told to help us understand that we are our biggest criticism criticizer i don't know if i can say it this way but like we're the the person that criticize us the most she uh, during her challenge of a hundred fear i think it's the 77 or something like that she decided to pose nude for uh, a uh, art school and she said that before doing that that uh, like accomplish here and like overcome that fear she had like a, and it's weird that is the man that is talking that, about that story okay she had the brazilian wax bikini well whatever it is okay <laughs> it's so weird that it's me talking about that <laughs> okay before getting to pose for the art students and what she did realize is when she entered the room, like there were about like uh, 10, 10 students in the classroom, just before her, like there were two other people that posed nude also, but like they didn't have like that Brazilian wax bikini, okay? And actually, okay, she just realized that, okay, like people there, the students won't be there to judge me about my appearance. I'm just the canva that they can paint. So yes, she did like overcome her fear. She posed like she had to do like a couple of posts during like the class. And by the end, when she came back, okay, what she did realize is some of the students did not even paint like her body. He decided to paint her face. So she realized that actually, the, the the biggest criticizing the, uh, the biggest criticize that she received what her was her own because she taught herself that they will judge my body they will like paint something that won't represent me so it was a fear that she actually projected to herself so yes we are the one that can harm uh, harm us the most so just just be gentle with yourself protect your soul instead of crushing it, okay? So when you do something that you're maybe not proud of, that you made a mistake, just tell yourself, I accept my mistake without giving myself a hard time. And I know it's hard, okay, just saying that, but by telling it like out loud, this will help you, okay? I took note of all the things I could improve. So remember that you can you actually can improve in that okay turn the, i turn the page as quickly as possible instead of staying stuck instead of over analyzing what i said or did wrong i forgive myself 
I practice gratitude for the lesson I have learned. So just understand that at the moment you maybe did that mistakes, okay? You did your best with the knowledge that you have at that time. Now, this mistakes, change it, okay? Transform it as a lesson that you can, an experience that you can put in your pocket and learn from it and understand that it, it, it won't get you anywhere to just be harsh on yourself instead of it, just try to say that you have improved as a person. So in the future, you will get to your next level because you have learned from that experience. So I know that now Marie-Pierre has an, a, um, uh, an exercise, a, a quiz for us this morning, just to help us understand what type of people that we are, depending on when we receive or when we give the criticize. Thank you, Jean-Philippe. So yes, we will have a different scenario and you will have to pick what goes through your mind at that moment. <laughs> so you will see, yes, it's all about the judgment that we give to others. But sometimes you say, oh, no, no, I'm not judging anyone. But it's not because you don't say it out loud that you are not judging. <laughs> so we'll go with everything go into your mind. Oh, Maria, it's all right. She has <laughs> a face. She say, no, I don't say anything, but my face says a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes you don't have to say words, but we know what you are thinking. So you will see I have different scenario and you will answer A, B or C for each of those scenarios. So let's start with number one. So you see someone aggressively bargaining at a store. What goes through your mind? A, they're just being thrifty. B, they are rude and unconsiderate. Or C, they are resourceful and assertive. <laughs> Number two, a colleague always takes the lead in the group project. What goes through your mind? A, they are a natural leader. B, they are the attention seeker. Or C, they are overly controlling. Number three, your friend cancel plan at the last minute. What do you think? A, they are unreliable. B, they are considerate for letting you know. Or C, they are probably dealing with something important. Number four, someone boasts about their achievement on social media. What do you think? A, they are confident and proud. B, they are arrogant. And C, they are seeking validation. <laughs> Number five, a neighbor has a very untidy front yard. What do you think? A, they are lazy. B, they are relaxed and unconcerned with the opinions. Or C, they are probably too busy to care for it. Number six, you notice a person that always keeping to themselves at social events. What goes to your mind? A, they are probably shy or introvert. B, they seem, uh, they seem aloof and unsociable. Or C, they might be observing or prefer deep conversation. Mm -hmm. And number seven, the last scenario, a parent is loudly calling their child in a grocery store. 
A, are they not managing their stress well? B, they must be having a tough day. Or C, that's not appropriate way to discipline. <laughs> I would say B, Maria. <laughs> Maria is not sure what I have to do with her. <laughs> she always do the letter with her arms. A B is not something easy to do. <laughs> okay, so now that you answered those seven scenarios, let's reflect on your answer. Do you notice a pattern in your response? So the qualities that you attribute to others will actually say more about you. So, for example, if for the first scenario you say they are just being thrifty, probably that you value that frugality. And if you said that in the other scenario that uh, someone was overly controlling, maybe you don't like being controlled or perhaps you are a bit controlling yourself. So, <laughs> yes, this exercise is not about having right or wrong answer, but about understanding how our perception of others is always a mirror of our own belief, our own fear and value. So, of course, there's always something in your mind, but we want to reduce that habit of judging others when we don't know exactly what's going in their life. So I have for you five tips to make sure that we reduce that habit. So number one, you want to practice self-reflection. So regularly take the time to reflect on your judgment, ask yourself why you are feeling this way about someone, and this will help to uncover your own bias or your own insecurities. So it's all about that self-awareness that is so important when you want to grow, when you want to evolve. So of course, today that was one test. But you know, on our Facebook group, there's a lot of tests that we did in the past. So you can go like every day, go do a test to make sure that you keep that self-awareness that will help you grow every day. So you can always do something new with those tests. Number two tips is to cultivate empathy. So try to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Understanding their perspective can reduce the urge of uh, to judge so for this one uh, remember the story from Stephen Covey so he was in a train and there was a father with uh, those two young children that was uh, always uh, um, um, shouting and always running everywhere and everyone was really annoyed by those two children so he decided to go talk to the father and the father say, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize uh, the, my wife just died. We just come back from the hospital and I don't have the courage to tell the children. So maybe they're just acting out because I, I'm not there <laughs> fully. So sometimes you just don't know what's going on in their life. So cultivate empathy. So you want to make sure that you understand their perspective when you want to judge. Tips number three is to focus on the positive. So instead of focusing on what you perceive as negative in others, 
try to identify positive qualities uh, in others. So there's always something positive that you can find in everyone. Number four, you want to educate yourself. So sometimes judgment is just a misunderstanding or a lack of knowledge. So educate yourself about different culture, lifestyle, and perspective will help you uh, have a better understanding of others. And number five, you want to challenge your thoughts. So when you find yourself making a judgment, challenge it. Ask yourself if it's really true or if there's another way to look at the situation. So everyone has their own story and struggle. So we, not, we are not always aware of that. So we want to reduce that judgment. Of course, you will have thought in your mind when you see something. It's normal, but you can always choose what kind of judgment. Is it a good judgment or a negative judgment? So yes, we want to always focus on the positive when we meet someone new. So I really hope that with this quiz, you have a better idea of how you judge people and how you judge yourself when you think about that. So I wish you a beautiful day and we will see you tomorrow morning. Bye, everyone.